0: welcome to the solo somewhere podcast the podcast dedicated to helping you start to travel on your own terms i'm your host savannah or you might know me as slc travels i'm a full-time travel influencer content creator and solo traveler i'm so excited to be here with you guys and talk all things solo travel and to just inspire you guys to get out there and start traveling on your own terms episode we will dive into how to choose the perfect destination for your first ever solo trip. This is actually the question I get most often on my pages is how to find the perfect solo destination or what is the perfect solo destination. And there's really no right or wrong, but there are some things that you guys can take into consideration that might help you find the perfect one for you. I've created kind of a five-step list that I wanna go over with you guys. These are some things that I considered when I went to first Travel solo and honestly, I use this list for every single solo trip because it helps you pick the perfect one for you And I know you guys might be like well Can you give us like an actual place like is Iceland good and yes, my answer is yes but Because every kind of person is a different type of traveler has different budgets And that's why this list is so much better than me actually telling you a specific place because it just depends on every single person. So let's just dive into it with step number one. Step one is deciding your budget. Like I just mentioned, every person is a different kind of traveler. You might be into luxury travel or just staying at resorts. Maybe you're a budget traveler on the flip side of that, which is more kind of what I am, I'm kind of a mixture. But there's also people that are a mixture. Every person has a different budget that they're willing to spend on their trip. And this will definitely play a factor into what kind of destination you want to travel to. Especially being a solo traveler because... You know, a great thing about solo travel is that you get to come up with everything you do on your trip, but a con is you have to pay for everything on your trip and you don't have a person to kind of split costs up with. So, keeping that in mind, if you're a budget traveler, you're definitely going to want to choose a place that is more budget friendly, such as the cheapest countries in Europe to travel to, for example, Portugal, or maybe somewhere in Central America, such as Guatemala or Mexico, places that are more budget-friendly. If you're a luxury traveler and maybe you have a little bit more money you're willing to spend, then maybe you want to go to Iceland or Switzerland that are more expensive countries, but you're okay because you have a bigger budget. So that is the first thing that you have to consider when choosing your perfect solo travel destination step two is how long is your trip going to be now if you only have a three day weekend i don't think you're going to be wanting to travel halfway across the world to thailand so you have to know how many days you have for your trip or how long you want your trip to be before you even consider the destination So if you've decided that your trip is going to be, like I said, only a three-day weekend, that's great. But you might want to choose a place then that's a little closer to home. So maybe you'd want to do a road trip to a town that you've never been but is close to your hometown. Maybe you want to go to a different city in the US that's not as long of a flight and would be better for like a three-day weekend. Now if you have 10 days off, Well, then maybe you want to go to, like I said, Switzerland, or maybe even Thailand, you know, somewhere where you might want more time there because you're going to be going further away from home. So that is the second thing that you have to keep in mind. Step three is the time of year. You want to decide on what kind of climate you want to visit before even considering that, or maybe knowing, okay, I have time off in February that that's when I want to take my trip. Well, if you decided that you want the type of climate that you're visiting to be more warm and maybe you're escaping winter, you want like a tropical climate. Okay, well you have to consider what places are going to be warm in February. Well, you're not gonna want to choose Iceland then. Maybe you're going to want to go to the Caribbean or Central America, somewhere that is warm in February. Everywhere has different climates and different weather throughout the entire year, so you're gonna want to keep that in mind. So first, like I said, choose what kind of climate you want, whether you want it to be tropical, warm, winter, or whatever, choose that first, and then you can start to choose what month you might have available, and based off that information, then look at a map, and then see what destinations would fit that. So you're going to have to do a little bit of research here, or maybe you already know some places that you have in mind, but you can also play the weather to your advantage a little bit to travel off-peak. For example, if you're okay with traveling to a wintry destination in February, then I'm gonna go back to the Iceland example again. Maybe going to Iceland would be a good bet because that is off peak time for them. So you will have A, cheaper prices for food, for accommodations, for everything. And B, there's going to be less crowds as opposed to going to the Caribbean in February when there's going to be a more crowds and higher prices because everyone's trying to escape winter in the U.S. so they go to a warmer climate. So you can play the system a little bit there as well with timing and climates and kind of play it to your advantage if you're looking to get Like I said, if you're more of a budget traveler, then you'll want to kind of play the system a little bit so you get cheaper prices. But this is why solo travel destinations are so unique to the person because everyone has different interests and things that they prioritize. Going off of that, step four is what are your interests? Based off your interests and activities, you're going to want to find a destination that meets that. See, I love solo travel, I kind of already touched on this, but because you can be selfish and you can make the trip completely based off your interests, which is one of my favorite parts of it because you don't have to base anything off of, well, this person wants to go here, I mean, I'd rather go to a different place, but I wanna make them happy today, so let's go there. You can go wherever you want on any given day. So to find a destination that matches your interests, I recommend making a list of the types of things you're going to want to do at whatever destination. Now it doesn't have to be specific, it doesn't have to be like see Machu Picchu, it could be sea mountains. Or maybe you want to go skiing, so then maybe you choose to go to Switzerland or to go to Colorado. Or maybe you're a foodie, so you really want to go in places that are going to have cool food tours, so maybe you choose Italy. So you want to make that list of things that you would be interested in or activities you would want to do because then you can take that and shape your destination based off that and remember this is your trip so you get to call all of the shots so choose whatever makes you happiest or you like to do the most and that's honestly one of my favorite parts because i've been on group trips before or trips with a bunch of my friends And don't get me wrong, I love those, but it's also kind of nice to really be on your own time, your own terms, and doing all of your favorite things as opposed to maybe having to do something else that you wouldn't normally choose. Step five, consider your safety. So I say this, but (laughs) there's kind of a but attached to that. So of course you want to consider your safety. That goes without saying. But I also want to mention that don't let the fear of the unknown stop you. And please don't listen to people who have never been to a place affect your decisions. This comes based off of my experiences traveling to Guatemala. Every time I literally told someone that I was going to Guatemala... I think they thought I was a little bit crazy and was really concerned about me. And in my head, it made me more nervous to go because, I mean, these are people that I trust and that I love. And they're telling me that this is an unsafe place. Well, if I would have listened to them, I would have never gone And Guatemala was one of my favorite places I've ever traveled to. So I'm so glad that I didn't let their opinions affect me because they had never traveled to the places. And although I totally respect their opinions and I love how they are caring and looking after me, since they've never traveled to the place, I kind of had to take their opinions and judgments with a grain of salt. And that's what I recommend for you guys as well. Now, if you've talked to a person who has traveled there previously or recently and they're saying it's unsafe, okay, that's a totally different story. And definitely listen to what they're saying and their experiences. Although you don't want to listen to other people's opinions completely, you still want to definitely do research on your own to see what places are safe and unsafe because that is still the main concern you want to feel safe in the place you're traveling to you want to have a good time and you don't want to have to let those fears kind of stop you from doing certain things so I would recommend just quickly searching on google unsafe neighborhoods in whatever destination you're going to that's what I did prior to going to Guatemala and it told me some of the unsafe neighborhoods in Guatemala City which kind of made me think okay Maybe I'm just not going to go to Guatemala City at all, which was OK, because all of like kind of the beautiful nature and stuff is outside of the city anyway. But it was just great to know the unsafe neighborhoods or streets to avoid just to ensure my safety. And along with that, you do want to exercise common sense and trusting your gut. Trusting your gut is the biggest advice I can give to you guys for your first solo trip. If you sense something's a little bit off, it probably is. So make sure you're trusting your gut. So after you've gone through all of those steps and you've narrowed it down and you've found a destination that you are happy with, that's when you're gonna wanna go in and consider your safety and go into Google and just do some research. And also besides typing in unsafe neighborhoods, research, common scams in whatever your destination is. That's also something I like to do just so that you guys are aware prior to your trip so that in case someone does come up to you. For example, in Paris, I had an incident happen with a scammer. I didn't actually research common scams before traveling to there, which is why now I do. And I'll tell you guys a quick story. I was in Paris and I was by the Louvre And some person came up to me. Actually, it was two ladies. One lady had a clipboard in her hand. The lady next to her kind of was just looking confused, but I could tell that they were together. They approached me while I was taking some photos. And the lady with the clipboard came up to me and said, Oh, uh, please sign, sign. And I looked at the clipboard and it said signatures to help the deaf. I didn't remember exactly. I was kind of really confused because they weren't speaking total English. And the clipboard, it was just weird. I could sense something was a little off. But it was also like the lady next to the lady with the clipboard was pretending to be deaf. So I looked at the clipboard. I'm like, oh, well, it's it's a sign to help, you know, deaf and blind people. Well, that's really nice. So I was about to sign and then I read at the bottom in tiny little print, minimum fee of 10 euros. And the second I saw that, I'm like, nope, this is wrong. This is off. And I said, no, 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 no. They kept pushing me, wanting me to sign it. I didn't. Thankfully, I got out of the situation. But then I was walking away because I'm like, okay, I don't want to be around these people anymore. And I saw the lady who was pretending to be deaf. They were just like talking normally the second I was gone. And when she was here, she was like acting like she couldn't talk and like she was deaf. So, it was definitely a scamming situation. And afterwards, I looked onto Google, I typed it in like deaf petition Paris scam. Lo and behold, a whole bunch of things come up about it, and it was a common scam that happens at a lot of Paris tourist attractions. So, if I had done my research prior to visiting and typed in common scams in Paris, It probably would have came up and the second that the ladies approached me, I would have known it's a scam. So I almost fell for it, but thankfully I didn't because I trusted my gut. But you guys can avoid that altogether because you're going to research common scams before going. So putting all this together, I kind of want to show an example of you guys as to how you can make this work for you and for your solo travels. I'm currently looking at planning all of my travels for 2023 and I'm obviously gonna do some more solo trips. So for my first solo trip of the year, I'm gonna break it down with you guys and we'll plan it out. So first step is budget. I like to make my solo travels as budget friendly as possible. So I'm gonna say I wanna go to a budget destination. Step two is time. So how much time will I have for my trip? Honestly, unlimited, so I'm going to say I want to make it a longer trip, let's say a month. Okay, step three is time of year. I'm looking at taking my first solo trip probably in March or April, and I want it to be a warmer climate because some of my earlier trips in the year are going to be to more winter destinations, so I want this one to be warmer. Step four, what are my interests or activities I want to do on the trip? I'm thinking that I want it to be adventurous, but also relaxing at the same time. So I'm thinking maybe somewhere with mountains or like lush forests, but also beaches. So before I do the last step, Putting together all the previous steps, I've kind of narrowed it down a little bit to either backpacking in Central America and Mexico, or visiting Thailand. So the last and final step is consider your safety. So Thailand is a very safe destination for solo travelers, for female solo travelers as well. It's a very big backpacking destination, there's a lot of travelers all throughout the year. The weather would be nice in April because it is still technically the dry season, although it is the end of the dry season. The only downside to Thailand is that flights are very expensive to get there, but then once you're there, everything's pretty cheap. On the flip side, Central America, actually they do have a very similar climate that time of year. It is the end of their dry season, beginning of the rainy season, but it'll still be warm. It's also a popular backpacking destination. When I was in Guatemala, I absolutely loved it and I would honestly go back. It's close to the US, so flights there are affordable. I don't know, this is a tough choice. I'm honestly leaning more towards Central America just for the ease of it. I definitely wanna go to Thailand and Southeast Asia at some point, maybe later in the year, but I think for my first one, I think I'm going with Central America. So that's an example for you guys in taking into consideration all the steps and kind of putting it together to find your perfect solo travel destination. Now you might be thinking, well, how do I know if a country is safe for solo travel? And my best advice here is to first do some research on it, to talk to people that have actually been in the country, been into the destination, and they know from their experience whether they felt safe or not. I prioritize that because a lot of things on Google people might just be looking at the crime rates or something and then basing it off of that and saying it's unsafe whereas people that have actually traveled to the destination have firsthand experience with the people with the experiences and I trust their opinions more honestly because if I would have just listened to Google about safety in Guatemala it told me it was unsafe And actually being there felt like a totally different story. I never felt unsafe once. So just make sure you do research, but also form your own opinions and only listen to people who have actually traveled to the place. So putting all of those steps together, you will find the perfect destination for you. You're going to make your list for your budget. You're going to decide how long of a trip you want or you have to take, what kind of activities, what weather you want, and make sure you do your research ahead of time. And putting all of this together, you guys are going to find the most perfect solo travel destination. And I know solo travel can be so scary And taking that first leap is definitely the most difficult part, I know from experience. But guys, it is so life-changing, empowering, and just so worth it. And my biggest advice to you is if you're sitting there right now and you're nervous about starting to even plan a solo trip, just don't even think about it. Just do it. Just get your flight booked to that perfect destination you just figured out And it'll give you something to start looking forward to and a new adventure. And trust me, you will have the best time. From my experience, the second I landed, I was nervous the whole time before my first solo trip. But the second I landed, I got to my hotel room. I got comfortable. Literally all of my nerves went away. And I realized I was scared for nothing. You will realize that too when you take your first solo trip. And it's just one of those things that you work yourself up about. And no matter who you are, for me personally, every single trip is still like that. I still work myself up about it. But the second I get comfortable on the destination, all the nerves go away and it's the best decision ever. And now you know how to find the perfect destination. If you like this episode, guys, make sure you leave a review on Spotify podcast, Apple podcast, or wherever you're listening to this from. So thank you guys so much for listening to my first ever podcast. This one's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. I think normally I'm going to make them around 30 minutes or longer. But I'm so excited to keep diving into solo travel with you guys and sharing my personal experiences, solo travel tips, and just helping you guys get ready to start living and traveling on your own terms. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Until next time, keep exploring.